This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, Rupert Murdoch just stepped down as chair of Fox and News Corps after seven decade career. Wow. Uh, this story by Joe Flint and Amal Sharma and says that 92 years old, Murdoch will exit his role atop each company in November. Lachlan mm. Murdoch uh, will become the sole chair of that company and continue as Fox Corp uh, executive chair and CEO. And uh, they write in the Wall Street Journal, Murdoch stepping back at an important moment for both wings of his media empire as they confront a fundamental challenge in the media landscape. Fox a relatively small player in an entertainment industry now dominated by titans is wrestling with the profound implications of cable cord cutting and the growth of streaming. News Corp, owner of the Wall Street Journal, Times of London and other publications, is trying to find the right formula for digital growth amid a fierce battle for subscribers and online ad dollars. And uh, it is hard uh, not to look back at the career. And conclude what the Wall Street Journal uh, concluded that uh, along with Ted Turner, Sumner Redstone and a handful of other uh, media titans, uh, this guy uh, really helped shape the media landscape uh, that we've all been living through for the past 30 years. Uh, Rupert Murdoch is unquestionably a media titan, but also a political one. And that separates him from some of the other names you just mentioned, of course. He gave birth to Fox News here in the United States, uh, which became the first conservative-leaning cable network and has become such a dominant figure in Republican and national politics now for almost 30 years. So everything you said is right. This is a moment of transition for both the newspaper industries, which, of course, he owns a lot of the British tabloids, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, uh, as well as, of course, in television as well, as we see more and more cable cord cutting pivots to streaming in fits and starts. So that's all significant. Lachlan Murdoch now is going to be running. He is seen politically as perhaps even to the right of his father on many issues, more of a populist. So we will need to see how this shakes out here for this Republican primary going forward and the national media landscape writ large in the months and years ahead. And they cannot, this cannot be overstated, though, of course, Rupert Murdoch's age suggested this was coming at some time soon, and it ends a game of real-life succession, wondering who would take over mm -hmm. uh, the show, in part based on the Murdochs. Uh, but this is a seismic moment for both the media and political landscapes of our country. Well, you can't look at the media landscape and pick out an individual company, a media company, a pure media company that isn't having some difficulty given the pace of <clears throat> the pace of change within the media. Yeah. I mean, even Disney is having problems. The Walt Disney Company is having problems. But Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch is one of the more significant features of the 20th and 21st century when it comes to the media. Rupert Murdoch and Roger Ailes, literally the two of them, 
changed the nature of the political landscape that we talk about every day, that we've talked about for two or three decades. They changed it. They changed how people think had of a, politics had a, in this uh, country. As you, okay, Denver, anytime. Thank you. When I speak, please cut it. Um, it's Thursday, 21 September, year of earlier, 2023. We had a long uh, tee-up for that where my continual beatdown of the foreigners that run uh, TV for stupid people and have done so much to help destroy this country because they were um, they allowed the Republican Party and allowed the 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 hardworking patriots that supported it and thought they were actually uh, making changes in this country. This country needs to back the Iraq war, to back the Afghanistan war, to, um, you know, do all of Bush's stuff after 2008, the financial collapse, and then really never address, because they never cover really economics over there, business or capital markets, because they want you stupid. The reason we got in this thing with the $33 trillion, a big part of that's on the shoulder of Fox News. And, of course, you've heard me rant at the speeches and all that. Let me give you the reality check. One, he was terrible in politics. He hated Trump. He was against us in 16. He tried to kneecap Trump in the, in the first, with Megyn Kelly as his instrument. He fought us the entire way. In the White House, he, his open disdain for President Trump is legendary. Right now, this whole debate is the Murdoch process for the Keebler elves. And the Keebler elves, I'll show you how Keebler elf they are. There's a the report out today on the polling that DeSantis is in fifth place in New Hampshire. What are we even doing this thing for? And in the in the reality check on TV for stupid people is the son is dumber, has less understanding for this country and more radical. He's a radical globalist, World Economic Forum. He and the wife, the wife's a crazy part of the climate cult. So and you see him yesterday cheerleading on Ukraine and they're sitting there going, you know, Dana Perino's going, why can't we give more weapons? Why can't we give long range missiles to hit Moscow immediately? All of it is just going to continue, continue, continue. You saw Cudlow and all the team up around Trump. What they want is tax cuts, 14 percent tax rates for corporations. The woke corporations, they want to reward with massive tax cuts. That's the kind of logic you got. We'll get into more on that. But Subic's going to join us a little bit later. Zelensky, bad day in BlackRock uh, for Zelensky. The polls came out because he's undercutting them with Ukrainian wheat, Hungary, Slovakia, <clears throat> and Poland. The farmers can't make it. So Zelensky insults these guys yesterday at the U.N., says, I'm taking you to the World Trade Organization if you try to protect your farmers. And the polls say, hey, suck on this. We're not sending more arms. So now you got a situation. He's showing up. He's showing up in, in, in D.C. and He's got no allies in Europe. The biggest ally, Poland, says we're out. End quote, says Ukraine is like a drowning man trying to grab onto anything. We'll get all that in a moment. Honored to have Ralph Norman, uh, congressman from South Carolina 5, a great patriot and really the leader or one of the leaders from the beginning of this revolt about the spending. Rumor has it, and this is why we want to get you on, Congressman, we appreciate it, because you're a legendary figure with our audience in this fight to save the country from financial ruin. Rumor has it, an ugly rumor has it, that you may be supporting the CR. Now, I know it's not because of the debt commission, because the last person that would want a debt commission is Ralph Norman. He says, we know what we got to do. We just got to get on with it. But what is it about this latest, which we've got Burchett and Gates, and you've got your colleagues, the guys you've been with from the beginning are hard, more hardline now than ever on this. What, what has changed you since you're one of the leaders of this? 
Sure. Well, let me give you the analogy, Steve. Uh, it's, it's an analogy between a train wreck that hits a bus broadsided on the tracks or a train that goes off into a ravine 600 feet down. That's the analogy we have. Now, we were supposed to have our 12 appropriations uh, done way before now. Uh, this, the September 30th date for the year-end budget has never changed. We've known that. Be that as it is, what we were facing and what has what changed, and Scott Perry is voting for this, Bob Good is voting for this. The only reason I'm voting for this is due to the fact that, one, the Democrats had a discharge petition with 213 names on it, Democrats. We, were, we had 11 uh, Republicans, 11 Republicans from New York, many of which were going to sign the discharge petition for this reason. Uh, they just can't take a shutdown. They wanted a 30-day extension uh, and mainly to support the, the uh, putting Biden in handcuffs when it comes to the border. The only thing that the, uh, uh, that the Republicans have from New York to hang on Sh- uh, Schumer's shoulders is the, is, the, uh, is the border crisis, and that's why AOC got booed off. Uh, my first question is, there is nothing we can do to make this president um, abide by and, and enforce the border uh, control. But what's changed is Schumer, all the Democrats are catching a world of heat. That, all that to say is we were faced with the, the discharge petition, which they were going to sign, which is, would put Pelosi's numbers in effect for the next 30 days, or 1.47 cap along with strict border security, which the, which Republicans say will give them cover to, to rail on Schumer. And so that's and that's the only options that we had. Now, was it a good one? No. Would I prefer just to sit back and not get anything to the Senate and let them control it and be unlimited spending? As DeMint said, Jim DeMint told me, he said, Norman, you got to get them something, put it in their lap, Wrap the uh, wrap the, the the immigration issue on on Schumer. They're feeling it. That's what they're gonna have to put pressure on Biden to do something. So it was either unlimited spending, and it really wouldn't be 30 days. It would be to the end of the year. They had support on that, and that's that's the thing that we were faced with. That's the only reason. Now, the real the the real question is uh, that we're putting to McCarthy and the team during the when when the Senate gets back what we send over. If we had a dollar in cuts, they would protest that. They would, you know, spend into oblivion. But when it comes back, we can't surrender on this. We've got to stick with this. And so that's what I was faced with. And that's why um, of the two, unlimited spending, which they had full support, or a cap, border security, which they've got penalties in place, and they've got mainly the... The Democrats are catching so much heat because look at the New York City uh, situation. Look at uh, Eric, the the mayor, asking for money for a a crisis. He's the one that uh, caused by declaring New York a a sanctuary city. So that's where we are. I would continue uh, for 30 days, and I'm going to ask to be on the conference committee. Uh, Clay Higgins, uh, now if they surrender and basically end up with a Schumer-Pelosi uh, bill, then all hell's going to break loose because we're not going to go along with that. And at that point... Well, well, if, hang, 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 hang on a second, but aren't we, aren't we signaling 
aren't we signaling? I mean, the discharge petition is so complicated to get through. It would go through. Are you saying, aren't you signaling by caving to the weakest members we have, uh, the, um, the, the, the people in New York who are running scared? Because the last time we had a big shutdown in 2013, we picked up nine seats in the Senate. We held the House, and I think, picked up a couple of seats. Properly explained, like you just opened up, I'm either going to hit the, the bus, either going to hit the Mack truck on the highway at 80 miles an hour head on or the train, or I'm going to go off a cliff of 400 feet. We are on a precipice, and you know better than anybody because you're actually a businessman. You're not a lawyer. You're not a country. You're a businessman that's done this to be able to use this and to use this crisis, which it is, and to sit there and explain to the American people that this that the, the spending is what's driving the American economy into the ground. Don't you think that teachable moment is, is worth better than, than blinking, which we are doing? In your logic, you're blinking to the weakest members of our caucus and the radical Democrats, the, the, a fear of a discharge petition. Actually, and you know that the Senate is going to come back. It's going to be Pelosi Schumer. Is there any doubt in your military mind right now that it's not going to be, it's not going to be a Pelosi Schumer bill, quite frankly, like, where, like most of these Democrats, all the Democrats in the House want to do? Oh, absolutely. They're going to come back with some insane spending. That's where uh, if, if over the next 30 days, and, you know, I don't think it's signaling, signaling anything other than the fact that we put it in the Senate's lap, and it's up to McCarthy and the House, which controls the purse strings, as you know, to say, no, we're not going to do it. Then the shutdown will occur because we're not going to agree to that. But it, it was a bad, it was a bad um, options. But, no, I don't think we're signaling anything for 30 days. Now, the discharge petition, it was real. Uh, when you have a Mike Garcia, who is a true patriot, say that, yes, we're signing that. Not him particularly, but the New York guys. Um, we're signing it because we can't take a shutdown, and we can't take we, – we've got to have the ammunition to hang the immigration on Schumer. They're, they're catching hell now. So, yes, I was willing to, for 30 days – to one, have the spending lock, not just uh, what Pelosi and Schumer wanted, and then we'll see how it turns out. But bear in mind, uh, the, the timing on this, should, we should never have been here. We should have solved this problem, um, you know, back in June but, or July. Okay, well, with hey, can, 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 can you hang on? Can, 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 sure. can you hang on yeah. one second? We're, we're just going to take a yes, commercial sir. break. I would, I would, I would posit that they wanted us to be here for exactly this reason. They're not going to do the appropriate. We'll talk about this after the break. Congressman Ralph Norman is with us in the The former KGB colonel, Vladimir Putin, who, by the way, is no friend of the United States, called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS conference in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to fall. We call this the de-dollarization movement. Now, as demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar weakens. That is why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. With thousands of happy customers, 
an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews. You can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Text Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon at 989898 to claim your free information kit. Use your agency. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Congressman Norman's been one of the leaders of our movement. Obviously, it's a huge deal when he says he is amenable to this to this CR. A couple of things. Mike Garcia is a patriot, Navy fighter pilot, great guy. But he also, and this is with a lot of guys in the military, and I appreciate this, but it's just these are hardball negotiations, and you got to use leverage. He said yesterday that you, at the time, and all the, your cohorts that were going to sign the CR were the biggest aiders to the Chinese Communist Party. This is, he just, that's just a fundamental misunderstanding. The central issue for our national security right now is the uh, financial mess that our elites have gotten us into. You said it. You, you laid out a choice. It's either the train's going to hit the Mack truck on the track at 100 miles an hour or it's going to go off the rails and go down a ravine of 400 feet. That's not a great – those aren't great alternatives. But back to this, and I, I just fundamentally disagree. I, I think kowtowing to the New York contingent, particularly when HR2 – and you saw this yesterday. Maybe you didn't because you were in conference. Um, Merrick Garland just lied. As bad as Mallorca's for four and a half hours in front of the Judiciary Committee, perjured himself, looked people in the eye, obfuscated, just lied. Even CNN last night said his, these answers he gave on the Hunter Biden thing were not appropriate. We have more than enough laws right now to secure the border. That, that's what helped the New York delegation is explain to them, or maybe they go to the border and we can, or go to the, the Darien Gap with our team and show it. That's what convinced the people in New York City, the sanctuary city. It's nothing in HR2 that's going to add that, but I don't want to get argumentative. What we need is a solution. No. And, and, and nor, uh, Congressman Nor, people look up to you. One thing, when they're sitting there, the, the reason, and you were the one that argued this with us back in the, in the, in the, in the, in the debt debate. About the lies and misrepresentations on the financial condition of the country, we now have a $2 trillion deficit, as you said we would, not under a trillion, which they said they would. That has caused the economy slowing down, less tax revenues, less capital gain taxes because interest rates are up, less transactions. The Fed yesterday just tells us it's going to stay high and maybe one more pop. Don't you believe that the economy is going to get worse, that this gap is going to get worse? As you sit there and look at the one4 that it's actually the denominator is going to get worse and the gap's even going to be bigger. And we're not dealing with that right now. This CR lets the game continue to be played. Yeah, but what I would suggest to you, Steve, and on the analogy, would you rather hit, uh, take your chances hitting a bus on the, tr- on the tracks or going off a 450-foot 400, ravine? Maybe it's inevitable we're going to go down anyway. I would rather take my chances, hit the bus, and you're talking about 30 days. We shouldn't be in this position, and it's, it's intentional. And but the real fight's going to be. Let, let me play out to you when you when do. You the, do. Hold it. You do. You do admit. You do agree. Hold it. You do agree that this is intent. They had no intention of doing the appropriations bills in regular order. They wanted this crisis to come because to them it's symbolic. If we fold now and give them the thirty days, the next thing you know we're going to have an omnibus. You're going to have everything rolled up into one. The appropriations bills were rolled to one. Do you believe this is symbolic to them? Is a ma- major victory to the uniparty and the cartel? 
Well, it's intentional, and yes, they 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 we were all for five weeks. We had two conference calls. It never came up about the debt ceiling again. September thirtieth has never changed, but for thirty days, would I be willing to to spend as we have uh, for thirty days, and then get at least something now? If they come back and surrender like they did on the debt uh, debate, all hell's going to break loose. There'll be a, I would I would submit there'll be a motion to vacate. Gates is already talking about this. If they surrender uh, and give the Democrats uh, carte blanche spending like the the discharge petition would do, you're exactly right. That's when all hell's going to break loose, and that's when our votes will would never support anything like that. But, but for 30 days, yes, I would argue that, and I do think it's legitimate that the Democrats are feeling the heat. They're not going to go to the border. I mean, they, if they were going to do anything, they would have done it. This puts at least something uh, where Schumer's feeling very uncomfortable, and those in New York do, uh, do, know that. Do you, do you, do, do you believe, maybe some, do you believe that this, the runaround like little kids is shut down, do you believe that's an opportunity for us to grab and to finally be able to get to adjudicate this to the American people or something to be feared? This government at midnight on the thirtieth, is that if it goes into the first and, the, and we don't have anything and the government quote unquote this fifteen percent are shut down, is that not an opportunity for us to seize like they did in twenty thirteen and took the Senate in fourteen with nine a pickup of nine seats, including Tim Scott of South Carolina, because people in South Carolina got galvanized about what was going on with the Obama regime, is it not an opportunity to seize or is it something to fear? Oh, no, it's nothing to fear. It is an opportunity to seize. But I would rather do it at the end, October 30th. And, if, if they, again, okay. if they surrender, uh, I think that makes sense. How do you think it got a Scott Perry? Or how do you think it got a Bob Good? Or how do you think it got a Ralph Norman? It's because those are the two choices. And to give them, they were excited about this, uh, about this discharge petition. And you're talking about 30 days. Uh, the real fight's going to come at, on the 30th. And I questioned to McCarthy, are you going uh, to put people in the ring that know how to fight, not politicians? Put Clay Higgins, put me, put really anybody uh, that's been in, the, you know, the, been in the business arena and doesn't have anything to gain or lose on this thing. But we lose our country. We're losing our country. But was I willing to do it for 30 days? Yes. Rather than give it to Pelosi. And it would be a – if we had done that, Steve, it would have been through the end of the year. Uh, and it would have been, you know, uh, total chaos with the Senate. And they would have done it. Just so I can make sure that everybody understands this, because um, your fan base is, is, like, in shock right now, I can tell you. Are you saying – that if you get if you agree the CR and it goes and the Senate comes back and rejects everything like that, that you are you've given McCarthy a shot, and you're prepared to team with Gates and these other patriots and move on a motion to vacate. The McCarthy has shown that he gamed the system, and he lost. Absolutely, that's not that's not even the question. If he gives in now, he gave in on the debt ceiling. Why do you think we did what we did? Uh, you know, I'm the one to vote against the rule. Uh, that defeated the DOD on the on the floor, and I'll, I'll do it again. But um, absolutely, it's a teachable moment, but not to, to, as Dement said, not to get anything back to them to at least be able to raise hell about the the border that Schumer is weak on, and all the Democrats are. This is our only issue. But now it's only thirty days, and it's got a spending cap on it, and you know I don't mind doing that. I would I would take that choice okay. all day long, and okay. the the. Um, 
if it were a long-term deal, like through it, January, no, absolutely not. You'd, you'd go into shutdown and say to hell with any of the, any of the middle of the roaders are going to lose their seat. These politicians, and I guess it happens on both sides, they value keeping their seat more than life itself. And, uh, and, and again, I would hit the bus and take my chances rather than go off a ravine. If we granted, if we didn't do this, uh, then we would have been given a green light to all the spending and the policies that we've got in the bill the, on the CR go away. And so, yes, I'd do it all day long. It's not a good choice. But, again, how do you think it got the people that it, that it has um, so, so far on this? Because it's, a, uh, it's untenable. But you got to weigh your odds on both chances, and I'll take my odds on, on this. And it's going to be loud and clear to Kevin McCarthy Whoever negotiates uh, the the comp when it comes back, which we know it is, uh, and and you know if, if they give it away again, you'll see. I think you'll see the motion to vacate. I think you will have an uproar of all the Freedom Caucus members. But now if, the majority of the Freedom if Caucus the discharge are going to go. Yeah, hammer. Go if 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 the seven or eight or nine or ten that we have that are hardcore are not going to are going to lock in here. And so there won't be a CR. If they go to the discharge, if they go to the discharge petition, and for the audience, that's quite a complicated process. So the Democrats have to go with the, with the eleven. Are you prepared then to move immediately for a motion to vacate on McCarthy? Because that in itself, that is there any more defining moment that he has failed in every aspect? He lied to us about the debt deal. He's lied to us about the regular order appropriations process. He wasn't able to convince people on the CR, and now he's basically had Hakeem Jeffries rule the House with him as Speaker. Is that not uh, a, an immediate motion to vacate to remove him, and let's get some new leadership in here, hit the reset button, and try it again? It's a matter of timing. I hope we will get those seven on board for 30 days. I mean, I hope that because um, now – if it doesn't happen, and all, everything you said is right, this has been planned from day one. I'm not naive. Uh, you don't, you know, again, you don't stay out five weeks on, on vacation in your district and all of a sudden come back, you got a crisis. It's, it's planned. And if we, now I hope we do get to votes. And you and I may have a difference, difference of opinion on this, but um, I hope we do. And then if it's surrendered and if this was just a ruse to um, – get it to the Senate and really not mean the 1.47 or the 1.52. Those are the two numbers thrown around. But you got to remember, under the Pelosi-Schumer plan, you're talking well in excess of 2 to $4 trillion. Uh, that's, what we, that's the options we're dealing with. So would I rather have the 1.4 or 1.52, as has been discussed, rather than the 2 to 3 that they had the opportunity to spend for the next three months? Absolutely. Uh, Congressman, uh, what is your social media? How do people get to you? Because I, I, I can assure you a lot of the war and posse is going to want to check in check in today. We'd love to. And, Steve, this is legitimate questions. But, uh, you know, yes. and, and I like hearing you've got a great audience, RhettRalphNorman.com. Look, you're you're still one of our guys, so don't we understand? There's reasonable men can disagree. I do disagree with Senator Dement. I disagree with you. I think it's a time to what I call an investment banker and military. This is a forcing function. Let's force it down to its ultimate conclusion. Let's take this fight now that we can win. But I appreciate you. Uh, we love you, uh, Congressman Norman, and uh, look forward to having you back on in the next couple of days. This firefight continues. Thank you, sir, for coming in. Okay, Steve. Thank you. 
you got to respect Congressman Norman. He's been in the in this fight. He's a guy I would like to have in the negotiating room if they actually get to the table with the Democrats. I do think that there's a better way. I actually disagree with Senator DeMint and Congressman Norman as much as I respect both of them. And that I think you got a hard seven, eight, maybe nine. I think we can add to it. The discharge petition, that's new news. If if Hakeem Jeffries is gonna run is if he's gonna run the house. And, and the guys in New York are going to fold. And I just think they haven't been briefed about how you can turn this to your advantage. A shutdown is an opportunity to grab, not something to fear. Remember that. It's an opportunity to grab. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it. Because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's at 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. In person to Congress because a new letter today has enough House and Senate members to block the aid. And they're still saying they're, they're going to refuse. I think we all know, we've all heard him many times, um, President Zelensky is incredibly compelling. He's a terrific communicator. But that communication is, comes from someplace deep and real. And ultimately, and I keep coming back to this because I've seen, talked to so many Ukrainians over the last eight, 18 months, the real difference maker when it comes to success is the fact that they're fighting for their own country, for their own future, for their own lives. The Russians are not. Uh, in the same way. And I think that makes the biggest difference. And let's keep this in perspective, too. Just over the last year, um, the Ukrainians have taken back more than 50 percent of the territory that had been seized from them by Putin starting in February 2022. Now, the last few months in this counteroffensive, it's been tough. It's been hard going, but they're making progress there, too. This is not the time uh, to give up on them. But the, uh, there's one last thing that's important here. We're also working to make sure that we can transition to the kind of sustainable long-term support that we and, and other countries uh, can really get behind. And that means basically getting to a point where Ukraine is standing on its own two feet, militarily, economically, democratically. And we've got 30 countries working on that right now. Mamy trochę do czynienia tak z tonącym. My jesteśmy tym, który ratuje. Jak jest tonący, każdy, kto, kto kiedykolwiek brał udział w ratowaniu tonącego, czy każdy, kto kiedykolwiek uczył się o tym, co dzieje się w trakcie w tej sytuacji, wie o tym, że człowiek tonący jest niesłychanie niebezpieczny, ponieważ może pociągnąć w głębiny. Okay. Ma siłę. Nie I want to get Jack Vesoba again here. Um, 
But first off, just a note. So we got so much to go through here. And the audience should know we're going to get back into the to the to the shutdown. It's an opportunity to seize. I, I highly respect Congressman Norman. He's a good man. Um, I disagree with his negotiating strategy. We, I think we've got these guys. Andy Ogles, I think, was on John Fredericks. I think he's saying we got twenty, maybe thirty. No, so it's it's in this discharge petition. I'm I'm not buying it. It's an opportunity to seize, like we seized the opportunity in Ukraine. We seize these opportunities, and you see whether you're going to change the dynamic. And bring victory. Jack, help me out here because you're an expert in the area and a former naval intelligence officer. Did Tony Blinken just bald face lie to us? He said the Ukrainians have taken back 50% of the territory. Have they made any inroads to the Donbass at all or Crimea or anything? What is he talking about? They've lost Bakhmut. Uh, what, I did, just as a factual basis, has it been 50%? As the Ukrainians won battlefield victories, take 50% back? Or is that another just bald face lie? Uh, yeah, if, if they're talking about they've taken 50% back, he's probably getting his same information from the same place that the White House got the, uh, get, talks about the United States getting 50% plus more jobs, about inflation being cut 50%. This is just another example of the Biden White House boldface lying to us. Look, it's very clear if you look at the Ukrainian counteroffensive, it's been a complete failure. That's why he was over there with Newland. That's why they're over talking about the two-track diplomacy with Russia, with Lavrov, talking about how we can find a way to come to some negotiation. Now, now Newland, on the other hand, she wants to go all in. Newland and Kagan, her husband, they want to go all in. They want to keep throwing Ukrainians at this. Why? Because they hate Russia. Because they want to do everything to destroy Russia, even if it means destroying Ukraine itself. And they will fight to the last Ukrainian. Blinken, this guy's a clerk. He's not the one in charge. Actually, Victoria Newland is the one in charge. But you go and look at Zelensky, his trip right now to the United States, this is even potentially a bigger failure than the counteroffensive itself because he's got today, all right, he's going to Congress, no joint session. Compare where we are, where Zelensky is today from one year ago. Uh, and, and for once, uh, there'll be two people dressed like slobs in the Capitol. We have John Fetterman and Zelensky. And so you've got last year, joint session of Congress uh, goes out, has the joint presser with Biden, the state address, all of it. This time, no joint session. OK, House GOP and McCarthy shut that down. Now he's going over to the White House later this afternoon. They got a meeting with Biden and then hold an it, hold, 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 don't, don't, don't bury the lead. He asked for a joint session. McCarthy said no, because politically right. the, McCarthy, he also asked for a forum of all the House guys in the White House said that yep. they would br- give it the House a classified briefing before. And McCarthy said the members don't have an interest. Number one. So no, no briefing by Intel. And they said they don't want to form. You know why they don't want to form? They don't want a photo op. They don't want Zelensky near them. They know it's death. So optics. he has no joint session, which he requested. <laughs> optics. He has. They got no briefing because they didn't want one. They also uh, told him they don't want a forum. They don't want him in there pitching the conference. He's not going to speak at the conference. It's a closed door meeting with just um, with just um, uh, McCarthy and a few of his henchmen. Correct. Then the Senate. It's going to be in the old Senate chambers. It's not this big thing they had planned. And we know Rand Paul and others are already stepping up and saying 
They will not approve any spending bill whatsoever has a penny in it for Ukraine. Then at the White House, is there going to be a big joint press conference with the world's media sitting right there and sees Biden and Zelensky side by side as partners, Biden, whatever he needs for however long it takes, sir? They're going to be doing a meeting and then an expanded meeting. So he's getting his Oval Office meeting with Biden. I'm sure he'll get photos out of that, but that's it. There's no there's no Rose Garden. There's no colonnade. There's no uh, there's no big joint presser. There's none of that. Remember, last year, he's out there flying the flag of Ukraine that flew over Bakhmut and said, we are going to win Bakhmut. We're going to take it. He lost Bakhmut. Then you said you were going to win the counteroffensive. You lost that, too. Now you're coming up there and we got. Duda, the president of Poland, and this is the biggest really rift, I think, in international politics today that we're looking at, that the president of Poland went to the United Nations. And keep in mind, he's responding to Zelensky. This is over the grain deal. This is about them trying to ruin Polish farmers. He goes up there, Zelensky, in his U.N. address, and he accused Poland of, of throwing them under the bus because Poland says we're going to protect our farmers and we're not going to allow the unrestricted sale of cheap Ukrainian grain into Poland. So what did the president of Poland do? He says, number one, we're cutting Zelensky off. No more arms transfers to you. No country on earth has done more for Ukraine than Poland. None. They've taken in over a million refugees. But guess what? Coming up next year, those refugee benefits are going to be suspended. No more free health care. No more free housing. The free ride is over. If you want to go fight for Ukraine, it's right there. Go back and fight for it to the men. Next, Duda says no arms transfers. Then he cuts an interview afterwards on the sidelines out on the street in New York where he said, and you played it there, what he's saying is, is Ukraine at this point, and he's referring to Zelensky directly. He's not talking about the Ukrainian people, and everyone needs to understand this. He's saying the Ukrainian government has become like a man who's drowning that's trying to drown everyone with them and pull them down into the water. Uh, Steve, you you mentioned bad day at BlackRock. I think at this point Zelensky needs to be very careful because if he's not not thinking straight, he's going to go out like High Sierra. No, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hang on. Hang on. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, and this is not because of your Polish heritage, but correct me if I'm wrong. Are the polls not when I'm ripping on NATO and when I was working for President Trump in the White House, because all the deadbeats in NATO won't pay their bills. Are the polls not the one group in NATO that always gets two percent or more? Are the polls not actually our best out? When we talk about Europe and all the happy talk with the French and all this Isn't it Poland that's really America's true ally in Western Europe, sir? I mean, Poland, people have referred to it occasionally as the 51st state. It's one of the most pro-American states in all of the European Union, certainly within NATO. Everybody remembers when President Trump there, that Warsaw speech, which, what can I say? I'm biased, but I actually do think that's my favorite Trump speech of all time when he went out there and gave the full-throated endorsement of Western civilization, talked about what we're fighting for, our borders, our language, our culture, our religion, our history. This is what our fight is. This is the new world. Because Poland, of all countries, understands what happens when you are overrun, when you are occupied. Uh, Over a hundred years, Poland's been occupied, invaded, divided, etc. How did the Polish people survive throughout that time? It's very simple. They kept their borders. They kept their language. 
they kept their religion, they kept their culture, they kept their families, and they're holding the line even now against the open borders and the mass migration, the invasion of southern Europe that's going on right now from Africa. And you've got Tarchinsky went down, checked out the island um, yeah. where they're flooding the Africans into Italy. But, uh, and so yeah. we, we can see that Poland has been a bulwark it's, against all of these things and stood a bulwark. with the United so wouldn't, States. So is it isn't okay. So when the polls say no, no more arms, that's a papal bull. And here's where they did it. Slovakia, you got the populace up 20 or 25 points. His his program and these are frontline nations, Slovakia, Hungary, Poland. They're, he's sitting there saying nothing, no more, not another penny for uh, for uh, for Ukraine. Hungary, you got to negotiate. This thing's over. No more. Poland now saying no arms. And for the poor Polish farmers, they're undercutting them with this mass grain because Ukraine's like the Kansas and Hungary. All these guys sitting there saying you can't destroy our farmers. Instead of working with them, Zelensky insults them at the U.N. and says, hey, we're, we're going to go to the World Trade Organization. We'll see you at the WTO. And Duda came back and said, hey, have a suck on this. No more arms, no more mm-hmm. money, no nothing. And he said the truth that in Washington, D.C., only human events daily and Charlie Kirk and ourselves and a few others have been hammered against conservative ink. Duda says it. It's like a drowning man grabbing onto anything and going to take everybody down with it. Right. That is Steve, exactly what Victoria a, Newland. Go ahead. Speaking of drowning men, we should also point out that after putting me on a hit list, uh, this transgender spokesman for the Ukrainian military has been summarily fired and placed under investigation because I don't know if anyone explained this to people who didn't serve in the military before, but when you go and join a foreign military, that means you're coming under something called the Uniform Code of Military Justice or whatever that country's equivalent is of it. That's not status of forces agreement. You're not an American soldier. You're a soldier of that nation's for you're wearing foreign cloth. You do not get the protections that a status enforcement status enforcement agreement would provide. What does that mean? That means that that nut job that was up there ranting about how people like Jack Posobiec, people like Gonzalo Lira, who's a hostage right now, are going to go down. Guess what? You're now under investigation from the very same agency you threatened me with. So, so here's what I'm going to say to Zelensky, Steve. Uh, I threw out. I said. I said we'd get him the McMansion in Sarasota. That's off the table now. All right, no Sarasota because you didn't take me up on that. Now we're going to talk Puerto Rico. All right, now you maybe Puerto Rico. We can maybe get you a plane to Puerto Rico, Zelensky, but you got to do the right thing. Go meet with with McCarthy right now and then tell him, "Sir, I'll give you all the receipts on Hunter Biden. I'll I'll walk you through the roadmap." I'll appoint you. I'll give you. The, give me the guy's name. Give me the name of Burisma. Give me the oligarchs. Give me Zlachevsky. Give me Kolomoisky. Give me all of them. And then maybe Sarasota's off. Sarasota's off. That's your choice, not mine. But maybe Puerto Rico. Jack, how do people get uh, Human Events Daily at two o'clock on RVs on fire? Your Twitter feeds on fire uh, for knowledge about geopolitics, finance, culture, everything that's happening. And by the way, the polls did implement Michael Savage's language, borders, culture. Not too shabby, Dr. Savage. Jack Vesobic, where did they get to you? Uh, nothing but love for Dr. Savage around here. You, of course, can follow me 
It's Human Events, 2 p.m. Eastern, every afternoon. We've got a massive show that's going to be coming up today. We're dropping all sorts of receipts on this. We're even collecting more as we go through. We're looking at Zelensky. By the way, Steve, he edited his U.N. speech to add more people in the audience, but they forgot that he actually added himself in the audience. It's it's ridiculous. For Ukrainian media, they've gone full North Korea. Ridiculous. Uh, Jack, thank you. Follow Jack at 2 o'clock. We're the children in Ukraine, the 100,000. Short break. Back in a moment. I am the last person on earth to nag your, about your diet. I think you can see I don't always make the healthiest food choices either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower b- blood pressure, and cholesterol, Eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens every morning. Unlike the others, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You feel better with more energy. And you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier, too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Now, let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. More energy. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And you'll get what the Mayo Clinic says is what you need in fruits and vegetables every day. Fieldofgreens.com, code Bannon. Take agency, do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Andy Ogles said on, and we're going to try to get a clip later, Andy Ogles said on the John Ferg show right before he came on, he says we got 20 to 30 votes. I count at least a dozen, right? And th- people are going to be added to that. They're going back and forth. You know, people last night, someone on CNN said, oh, no, the seven have cratered. Bershit came on and said we're harder than ever. 202-225-3121. You heard the case presented by, um, by Congressman Ralph Norman, who's been one of the best guys in this. And he's saying, you know, because of the, uh, uh, the uh, discharge petition, and this is a complicated parliamentary maneuver that essentially the Democrats get in there and do something if they have enough Republicans to work with them. And clearly they've got enough Republicans. I believe that that threat is overblown, but if it's not overblown, it should lead to the immediate removal of Kevin McCarthy. Never lose sight of the fact of what we're talking about here. And even when you're going to see numbers, 1.475, two points, those, those numbers are, I think, quite frankly, you buy into that whole thing, it's, it's more of the meaningless uh, hair on fire, run around CNN, that a government shutdown is, you know, that you can't keep, you got to keep the government open, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You saw yesterday, and we're going to try and maybe play a clip or two in the, uh, in the second uh, hour, because Mike Howell is going to join us from Heritage. It has a blistering report on really the Hunter Biden impeachment, the impeachment of around Hunter Biden uh, and, and what has happened with him and the CCP and others about taking bribes for action, which is what this is about. And you see Garland, they will sit there and lie to your face. 
lie, they just lie to your face. And this is why you have to be very careful. And I think grab the opportunity now for the American people to see of exactly how they've lied about the financial situation of the country and how they've lied about the invasion of the country, which, quite frankly, the invasion of the country has led uh, not in small part to the financial collapse of the United States of America. And that's what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with the financial collapse in the implosion of the greatest nation in the history of the earth. This is why this topic is so urgent. Because this republic was bequeathed to us for many, many generations that defended her and cherished her and built her. And in the span of a a few years, we have seen the absolute, this is not managed to climb by our elites, which it was before. This is an implosion, the bottom falling out of the greatest country on earth. And you'll see what they'll do. You just look at Merrick Garland yesterday. They're going to look you in the eye and bald face lie. Todd Benzman joins us. And let's play the B-roll. Play the B-roll of uh, the great reporter for Fox who does some terrific work on the border. Um, and he's got this, you know, he's got Abbott and these guys are adamant. And the reason Abbott's adamant, they saw what happened in the Ken Paxson situation. This is all inextricably linked. Remember this. They saw the grassroots, and particularly one of the biggest groups was Texas for a secure border. And so Abbott's got old-time religion. Remember, Abbott's kind of one of the Bush factotums, part of the Bush. They want open borders. He's doing it because he's got a bayonet to his back. But now they've got, you know, they've got the pontoons down there. They've got the, the bob wire, the razor wire, and the federal government's making a big deal. And now you've got a massive, at Eagle Pass, Texas, you've got a massive another invasion just coming every day. And Todd Benjamin's here every day, comes on the show every other day, every couple of days with other blockbusters, including the IG report from a week or so ago that says, hey, they're not even pretending to track him in the United States. They want to make sure what Trump said yesterday in Iowa, we are going to have the largest domestic mass deportation program. Finally got the language right. Didn't talk about criminals or the insane. He said a domestic mass deportation will be the largest in American history. Yes, we got the terminology right. That's what we want to say. We got it. You can't do it if you can't find them. They're doing it on purpose. Benjamin, I'm going to hold you through the next block, and I want everybody to look at this footage. But, brother, you've got another. You did a FOIA request. This is another. To me, this is impeach, another impeachable offense, and, 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 and Garland knows about it. The State Department knows about it. Walk through what your FOIA request showed of what, of, of <laughs> what they're doing to exacerbate the invasion of our beloved country, sir. The Biden administration's DHS has been authorizing the flights from foreign countries directly into U.S. airports. 43 U.S. airports, so far 221,000 migrants, uncounted, uh, never discussed, uh, never published. Please please don't call them. Please, please please don't call them migrants. They're not migrants. They're illegal aliens. Two hundred twenty-one thousand. Are you telling me that from places outside the United States, the Biden regime has paid for aircraft so the optics are not coming across the border to take illegal aliens, game the amnesty system, and fly them into the heart of the country on what? How many different airports? So this is a family reunification parole program using a CBP-1 app, but in foreign countries south of Mexico, uh, the administration lets them apply for travel authorization, and then 
uh, they have to buy their own airfare, which is far less than if they were to pay for smuggling. So it's a great deal for them. Uh, and then they uh, pick whatever airport they want to fly into. Uh, these are just four nationalities that we got through FOIA litigation at Center for Immigration Studies. There is There are also Colombians, Ukrainians, uh, Salvadorans, Guatemalans, and Hondurans that we don't even know about. So the 221,000 that we disclose in the piece today at CIS.org uh, is going to be an undercount. There's going to be far more than that. And that's just for this year since January. Uh, they are being flying into 43 different airports. They will not give us the names of the airports. Imagine for just one minute okay. if the mayor of New York were to find out that it's not Greg Abbott busing them into the city. It's the administration authorizing them to fly into JFK, it's not, which I believe is one of the airports. It's, hang on. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not Abbott. It's also Newark Airport. It's not Abbott. It, it's not DeSantis. Th- those were stunts. They, they had good meaning in back of them. I had no problem with it, but that's that's marginalia. This is what they're doing. Uh, yes, what's and, voluntary? You know, listen for the for the thirteen thousand that boarded ho, Texas ho, ho, buses. Ho, 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 what's what? Yes, yes, yes. They're, volu- they're Of course, they're going to get. What, I'm going to stay in the Rio Grande yeah, Valley or go to fare. the Big Apple. I'm going to hang down in Del Rio, or am I going to get, am I going to get up to uh, uh, Times Square? Because I understand the deeper I get into the country, the harder it is to find me because they're not keeping track. I'm, we're going to hang on for a second. This gets the heart. Let's talk real. Let's talk how our nation is being destroyed by the elites. They're sitting there and laughing in your face. It takes Benzman. Why, is Cong- why did Congress not fight this? This is with, with Congressman, Congressman Norman. I don't need an HR2. I got all the laws in the books. They're breaking the law and laughing in your face. Short break. Back in a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 